Welcome to season two of A Moon in the Dark with Ellen Blake, where we hope to connect people to God's heart through themes in Marvel movies. Zemo wants to know if Sam would take it. John Walker wants to know if Lamar Hoskins would take it. The question is, would you take it? The Super Soldier Serum. Another question is, if there were something in the biblical story that would be similar to the Super Soldier Serum, would you take that? Join us in the conversation. Our family's go-to photographer is Cindy Stansberry. She uses natural light and she has a knack for capturing personalities from newborns to high school seniors. You can find her on Instagram at Cindy Stansberry or on the web at cindystansberryphotography.com. David, we have had a great time watching Marvel movies. The first question we want to ask today is, would you take Super Soldier Serum? What is it? What does it do to you? And would you take it? Yeah, so I'll get into would I take it a little bit later. But just to introduce what it is to you. Um, so we've been watching this recent show called The Falcon and the Winter Soldier that came out on Disney+, Plus. this Marvel TV show. And one of the, the main things um, in it is this thing called the Super Soldier Serum. So the Super Soldier Serum um, was first seen earlier in the Marvel movies in Captain America, the first Avenger. So you see Captain America, Steve Rogers, gets the dose of the Super Soldier Serum. But another guy in the movie that gets it is this guy, this bad guy named Johann Schmidt, and he's also known as the Red Skull. And so what what's the significance of those two guys taking it? So the first man who developed the serum was Abraham Erskine, Dr. Erskine. He worked for Germany, and the serum really didn't work that well on the Red Skull guy because it sort of, I don't know what it did, it burned him or something, but mm -hmm. it but it definitely made him worse. And Abraham Erskine said that the serum makes people go from good to great or from bad to worse. So their right. character really matters. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the, the serum does two things to you. One is, right, super soldier. It makes you faster. It makes you stronger, bigger. Steve Rogers went from a little guy to this big soldier buff guy, right? And so that's one thing. The other thing it does is it changes your character, right? Well, not changes, but it just kind of enhances. Amplifies. Yes. Yeah. So the reason they chose Steve Rogers for as the American to be um, to take the serum was because he was just a genuinely good guy. He was self-sacrificing. He was. Um, he put others first. He was just kind and, you know, just had a good character. But Johann Schmidt, the bad guy, the Nazi, he was power hungry. He was just an evil guy. And it, the serum just amplified both of those. So Captain America went to being really good, super like righteous guy kind of, you know, and made the right decisions and was nice to everyone and like put it others first. Whereas, you know, the Red Skull, he just was super evil, tried to take over the world, kill, you know, all of America. Yeah. So in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier TV show, they're talking about the Super Soldier mm -hmm. Serum, and a couple people have some discussions. Right. So Zemo um, and Sam, they get to talking about it, and Zemo asks Sam, who he knew Steve Rogers um, back in the, in the movies, and Sam gives an immediate no, right? And he just, yeah, I'm not going to take it. I don't want it. 
Um, whereas John Walker and Lamar Hoskins were talking and John Walker asks Lamar, would you take it? And Lamar's like, absolutely I would, right? It just makes you more of you. And he says, he tells John, you make good decisions under pressure. Like you would be great. You should, you know, you should take it. Right. And so those are just like two opposing theories in this. So I'm going to ask you, mom, if you had the Marvel super soldier serum, would you take it? No, because I see my flaws. I see my flaws more every year that I get older. I mean, hopefully I'm improving, but I see more about of myself. So I wouldn't want that magnified. What about you? Yeah, I agree. I think that the the David that takes the super soldier serum would be a, a not a very good David, and I would not like to see that. <laughs> There's plenty of things that would get amplified that I would not want to be amplified yes. at all. Well, okay, so, but if there were, if we we were to use our imagination, and the, if there were a serum that was in God's story, in the biblical story, in his worldview, would there be something we could think of like a super soldier serum? I would say, yeah, there is. And I think that would be you surrendering your life to Jesus and making him the king of your life. And, you know, so this other super soldier serum is, the Marvel one is me-centered, and it is all about you making you better. But I think that Jesus' super soldier serum makes you more like Jesus, right? Okay. And to put the focus on Jesus. So how do you take it, in air quotes, how do you take it? Well, um, like I said, just putting him first and trusting in him and surrendering your life to Jesus. Okay, and making him king mm -hmm. of your life. So as you and I have been discussing this, we've seen that there, if that were a real serum, it would have immediate effects and it would have effects every time. Right. So tell us about what are the cool things that in the real, in God's real story mm -hmm. really happen right at that first when you, moment when you, when accept, you accept Christ, Christ and put him as king and surrender to his kingship. Right. So you, right when you become a follower of Jesus, God doesn't, when he, when God looks at you, he doesn't see sin. He sees Jesus. Why is that? Because you are covered in the blood of Jesus. When Jesus died on the cross, he took all of your sin. And when you put your trust in Jesus, you activate that kind of in a way. So, yeah. So it's, it's almost like he swaps his life for my life so that he almost clothes me in like a righteousness. You're completely clean of sin. So when God sees me, even though I might still have many flaws, God sees me as pure and holy before him. And we're going to mention a lot of scriptures here, but we'll just put the references in the notes. Mm -hmm. um, so, so what are some other things we get immediately? So, okay. Ephesians 2 tells us we were dead. Our spirits were dead. And now they're alive. That's an mm -hmm. immediate change. We have identity as God's child. Yeah. It's like we're like an heir in his kingdom. Yeah. And the Bible says the old is gone and the new has come. And then like that we're a citizen in heaven. We're... Not no longer a citizen on earth. Our citizenship is in heaven. And then he promises the seal of the Holy Spirit in that moment. That we are mm -hmm. sealed with, with the Holy Spirit. And honestly, he gives us this toolkit. Ephesians 1 says we get every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. And 2 Peter 1 says we have everything we need for life and godliness. So could you unpack that, that last statement there? Yeah, it's, you know, it's a little bit hard to explain but we see that Paul prays for the believers that they would understand what they've been given. So if they understood it immediately, 
he wouldn't be praying that. So we get all these things immediately. Mm-hmm. But then we have to partner with God. We have to use the things we've been given. And it starts with understanding it. The power, the riches, the hope, the love. And then putting our effort to partner with Christ. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We get all these things immediately, but that doesn't mean that we necessarily use them all, right? So kind of a a cool parallel um, to these things would be um, something in my life. I am about to take the AP statistics exam in a few days. And so it's a pretty difficult class, lots of advanced math, um, but you're lucky enough to be able to use a calculator on the test and exam. And so going through life without using these like tools that God has given us is similar to me going into the AP exam and bringing my calculator, but never learning how to use any of the functions. There's got, there's a bunch of apps and functions and systems on the calculator that help you do a lot of math that would, you can't really do otherwise. And so it's like me not learning how to use it. So you kind of have to, you have to, you get the calculator, you get the tools in life, but if you don't learn how to use them, they're useless. And then actually use it. You could mm-hmm. actually know, know how to use it. it. That's just true. Not use it, not That's take right. it out of your backpack. So, so those are some like the immediate things. So can you explain maybe what a few things are that happen over time? I think it's in proportion to the, how much we seek Christ. We look to Christ. We read his word. We lean into that relationship, the more we become like him. And so there's an effort that we have to put forth using the toolkit, but also just seeking his face in time and prayer, like a relationship. Part of what scripture says is that we have to put off the old self and put on the new self and orient our minds toward things of God. What are some things that you have found, David, that help you in your practical day-to-day life to look to Christ to become more like him? Yeah, so I think one of the biggest things for me has been surrounding myself with godly people that are older than me and more like are farther along in their relationship with Jesus than I am. And they are are able to give me wise counsel and advice on things that I don't understand. Um, and also another thing that is super important is reading your Bible. Um, God has given us his words, right? And for us as a Christian to not like read them is pretty foolish, I think. Um, so like every day, just getting in the word, reading some of scripture so that we can talk to him and know what he is saying to us. Yeah. And the more you look at it and read it, the more you become like him. It's like a, mm-hmm. it's, there's something about it, right? The more time, the more you take it in the scripture and prayer, yeah, some I've really found not only what the things you said, but to be with people in church, worshiping, hearing God's word preached, also listening to all types of music that have scripture in them. So, so many songwriters now are really using scripture, I found. And it really encourages me when I need to get my mind set on God, I will find some of those songs that literally have scripture in them. And yeah. that really, really helps me a lot. That is cool. So, Mom, why do you think some people don't see change in themselves. Wow. Well, I think your example about the calculator might, you know, they might not know that there's more. They may have just checked the box. First of all, they may need, they may not really be a follower of Christ. If they just check the box when they're eight or whatever age and 
don't really surrender their lives to Christ. Mm -hmm. Don't really pursue mm -hmm. him. Yeah, they just want they want heaven, but they don't want Jesus. Yeah. Or they want the ticket to heaven, but they don't want heaven to come down and rearrange them, their life. Mm -hmm. They don't want to follow Christ enough. So it's a, I mean, I think it's a good question to all ask ourselves. Do we, are we really a follower of Christ? And we can ask him that too. Um, but then if we are, in order to actually change, we need to seek him and put in the effort. Because being a Jesus follower is a life changing experience and event. And a true follower is going to change their life mm. for Jesus. That's good. So you're saying that they, you will see fruit of change mm -hmm. if you really do belong to him? Yes. Wow, that's good. That's good. So the super soldier serum is on the table. It is. It's the, the Jesus one. <laughs> the Jesus super soldier serum is on the table and you can take it. Yeah. Thanks for the conversation. Absolutely. It was fun. We'll see you next time. We would love for you to rate and review the podcast so that other people can find us and share with a friend. Psalm 34, 4 and 5 says, I sought the Lord and He answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to Him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. 2 Corinthians 3.18 echoes this idea that the more we look to Him, the more we change to be like Him. He's our Prince of Peace, and I leave you with peace for your day and peace for your night.